it seems to be if they're conservative, if they're Republicans, if they're in a certain group, uh, there's discrimination and big discrimination. I we will not let large corporations silence conservative voices. Things are happening. Names are taken off. People aren't getting through. You look at Google, Facebook, Twitter. Google and Twitter and Facebook. Social media giants. They're really treading on very, very troubled territory. We as a country cannot tolerate political censorship, blacklisting, and rigged search results. And they have to be careful. It's not fair to large portions of the population. And you know, it can go the other way also. So something's happening with... Uh, those groups of folks that are running Facebook and Google and Twitter. And I do think we have to get to the bottom of it. It's very fair. It's collusive. And it's very, very uh, fair to say that we have to we have to do something about it. And We're not going to let them control what we can and cannot see, read and learn from. We can't do that. Well, God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. And this is uh Elias Flores, and we're going to be discussing one of the main issues of our nation. Um, what's going on? How do we get here? Um, and um, it's called huh, censorship, again. It's called what what you can and cannot say, what you can and cannot see, what you can and cannot, and, and discover it for yourself. And how do we get here? And what's really going on? We are living in dangerous times. We're living in extremely dangerous times. And um, if you are a speaker, if you are someone that puts information out, um, this is something that you need to be made aware of. Okay, you need to understand. If you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, if you are, if you are a disseminator of information, this is your war. This is this is a battle that you need to engage in and understand it. Okay. All of us have felt the pressure in the last three to four years since uh, since uh, big tech, um, uh, Google, Facebook, um, Twitter, um, they've all began to come down and start saying you can't say this or that's unproven or that's, you know, these fact checkers that have come out in order to silence, in order to uh, keep conservative voices down or opposite views. And that's what's really, really dangerous about this is where we can no longer sit there and discuss uh, opinions and discuss ideologies. I remember when I was growing up, the word tolerance meant that I I will tolerate what you think and how you speak. I could tolerate that because that's your opinion. That's your God-given right to feel or think that way. Now it's tolerance has gone to I have to tolerate how you behave. I have to tolerate how you how you act, and that's not what that's not what toler, uh, tolerant and speech is all about. And so we're going to be discussing today the dangerous times we live in, and bring a refresher to you, and bring a bring this idea that um, we have free speech, and what does that mean? Okay, what I want you to understand is that the Constitution has been amended several times but the bill of rights the bill of rights have not and in the bill of rights it says this okay it says congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech abridging the freedom of speech listen that's important okay or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. 
Okay, now, why is this important? Because this is your right as a human being here in the United States of America. It may not be all over the world, but it is in the United States of America. So the question is, why are why are they silencing? What are they afraid of? What don't they want you to know? Okay, what don't they want you to know? What don't they want you to see? Okay, it's what you call a narrative. Okay, a narrative. Because if you bring an idea, if you bring a thought, if you bring a teaching that is contrary to their narrative, what's a narrative? A narrative is a presentation of positions, okay, political or a political party, the medium, or by the press releases, speeches, and interviews. In other words, what they want is they want to tell you how to see a thing. They want to tell you what is right. They want to tell you this is what it is. And they're going to give you messages based on that position. They will never allow an opposite position. They will never allow a debate of ideas. Why? Because a debate of ideas can break and destroy a narrative. Here's a narrative of the pandemic, okay? This is a narrative of, of a pandemic that came out. Remember how deadly COVID was? Yes, people have died. Okay, but have you noticed nobody's dying of the flu anymore? Nobody's dying of cancer anymore? Nobody's dying of anything else anymore? Okay, what happened? Because the narrative is broken. Because if you, if you, if you take your mind, if you take the message off this topic of COVID and start focusing on cancer and start focusing on different diseases. Okay, the flu, what, what happened to the flu? The flu doesn't even exist. Why? Because it hasn't been talked about. It's not part of a narrative. The only narrative is COVID and what COVID does. But let's look at some specific numbers that they don't wanna talk about, okay? Let's look about death because that, that's the ultimate thing, okay? This this virus, it's it's a virus. Okay, how do you fight viruses? You you build antibiotics. You our body was designed to to fight. Our body was designed to fight. So here's the narrative. The narrative, it's dangerous. It's it's the worst thing in the world that's ever hit the plague. It's the plague all over the world. Yes, it has hit. It hit it does hit the vulnerable. Again, but what has disappeared? The flu. How many people died from the flu over the years? Okay? H um um N1H1, uh, whatever that flu with with how many died from that? Okay. Nobody's talking about that. Why? Because everything has to be focused on COVID-19. But let's look at some numbers. Okay. Because if you look at numbers, then it blows up a narrative. A narrative is a position. A narrative is a storyline. A narrative is a way they want you to think and see things. That's why they got you with masks. That's why they got you looking for vaccines. That's why they got you looking for all these all these fear, fear, separate, six feet apart. This is garbage. It's garbage. You know what? Because you believe in a narrative. The church believed a narrative. A church a church doesn't believe in the power of God anymore. God's God's anointing to destroy every yoke. Go back on my other podcast and listen listen to them. Okay? But watch this, okay? Listen to these numbers. See what it does to your to your to the narrative of this deadly disease. Okay? 2010, 2.5 million deaths in America. 2011, 2.5 million deaths in America. 2212, 2.5, 2.5, 2.13, 2.6, 2.14, 2.6. 215, 2.7, 216, 2.7, 217, 2.8, 219, 2.9. <laughs> and as of 2020, 2.9.
as of 2020. Where's the pandemic? Where's the pandemic? We're on the same numbers we were last year. I'm sorry, 2005. I mean, 2.5, not 2.9, but 2.5. We're at 2.5 as of November with one month and we're already into December. Where's the pandemic? Because when you start doing your work, when you start looking, when you start actually looking, you develop your own narrative, you develop your positions, you develop ideas that are contrary to what they're telling you. Why are they so afraid? Because this is how they control you, through a narrative. This is what is going on, okay? When we have the globalists, when we got these people that are out there that are anti-Christ in nature, anti-Christ in thought, anti-Christ anti, um, in, in ideology, these Marxists, these communist ideas that are coming from China, that are coming from Russia, that are coming from all these, um, from Iran, guess what happens? Guess what happens? They try to control us through narratives, through stories. Remember when um, President Trump pulled out of the um, pulled out of the uh, Iran deal? We're going to have World War Three. We're going to nothing happened. Nothing has ever happened. What they said it was going to happen. But what do they do? They create a narrative. When they create a narrative, okay. Now, why is creating a narrative important? How do they do this? How how do they do this? How do they create a narrative? How do they destroy the fabric of a people? Okay, and I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you um, some ideas here to put them together for you, so that you can see this. And we're going to finish with with a biblical ideology um, that we'll find in the resurrection of Christ, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, the conspiracy theory, and the things that uh, old news type. Uh, uh, tactics on getting a narrative out. Watch this. Okay, let's look at Mao. Okay, let's look at Mao. In 1949, when the communists took control of China in 1949, they instituted a political economic system that was controlled centrally without uh, countervailing political force to keep it in check. In other words, if you don't have two contradicting ideas, then one just runs rapid and it goes unchecked. Okay. People do whatever they want. That's how the elite stay elite when there's no other opposition. Okay, This centralized government wasn't the byproduct of a long national conversation nor an election. It was the result of four long civil war. Okay, At first, the communists didn't appreciate dissent. In other words, communism, uh, the left doesn't like for you to talk ideas with them. They can't win on ideas. They have to bully you. They have to censor you. They have to watch this. Okay, the communists didn't appreciate dissent. Why let people speak freely if it means risking losing control? That's the idea. Why do you think over the election, Facebook says we're not going to allow you to put anything regarding the election out? Why do you think uh, YouTube has said that if you say that there's voter fraud, they will demonetize your, your station? Why do you think Twitter said that we will not allow you to uh, put any any type of election fraud on our on our Twitter feeds? Or we're going to say that this is this is a uh, this is um widely contested or or um, debunked why are, why are they fact checking you when you have a different idea and a different opinion because they do not want an opposite opinion because if they lose control of the narrative the storyline okay they still think Biden elect they, you know president elect no such thing crazy okay but they put it out there and they don't allow the opposite side to speak 
Okay, they don't allow the opposite side to speak. But Mao wasn't content with just winning control. He wanted to win the hearts and the souls. See, this is the idea. This is the idea of free speech. It's the heart of people talking. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you allow people to speak, you could hear their heart. Mao wanted that. But when Mao realized that that the people, the, the, that the Chinese people did not agree with him, that they did not like the dissent. They didn't like the, the different ideas that were coming out. They called him names. They, they came against his regime. They, they, they came against his, guess what happened? He shut it down. Okay, so in 1956 and into 1957, he decided to invite suge suggestions from literally anyone. If you had an idea for how to make China a better place, he wanted to hear it. On February 27, 1957, he published a speech called On the Correct Handling of Contradictions Among People, available here. Okay, this is part of the article, which outlined his dream. Specifically, he said, let a hundred flowers blossom let a hundred schools of thought contend, giving the policy a name, the Hundred Flowers Campaign. You can look that up yourself. The people at first exhibited some skepticism, but it quickly abated. Soon, as Smithsonian reported, writers, lawyers, academic scientists began to speak out, criticizing the party's cadres for meddling and obstructing important work. Students began protesting low standards of living, pointing out hypocrisy and corrupt members uh, enjoying privileges at the expense of the workers. Then the New York Times went even further. Unfortunately for Mao, the complaints were directed not only at shortcomings in his political economics and the intellectual life of China, but also at the Communist Party as an entity and Mao himself as an authoritarian and incompetent leader. 1957, he started to censor. In 1957, he couldn't take the dissenting ideas. He couldn't take the, the, the flowers blooming. He couldn't take that. See, this is one of the things that's happening in America right now. Flowers are blooming. People are waking up. People are starting to say, no, no, no. This, you're not going to, we're not going to be silenced. You're not going to steal our election. You're not going to do this. No, we do not want globalism. We do not want, we do not want the influence of China in our nation. We do not want this. Okay. Google, Facebook, all these platforms, these media platforms that that control speech, that control ideas, that control even the internet, the Google searches. Go to DuckDuckGo. Get off of Google search. Get, get away from Google. Why? Because what Google does is they pick the sites for your information. So if you, you pick anything that is conservative, you're not going to really find it there. It's going to be low on the search. It's going to be low, low and, and very difficult to find. Okay. Again, why? Because they don't want dissenting ideas. They don't want arguments. They don't want, they don't want the challenge of thought. Okay. Of thought and speech and language. This is America. This is the United States of America built off Judeo-Christian uh, principles and 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 a righteous and a righteous foundation and a justice foundation. We speak. It's a right given to us by God, but they're taking it away from us. Why? Because they don't want truth to come to the forefront. They don't want truth to come to the forefront. Where else did we see this type of ideology? We saw this. We saw this with with Hitler. 
Okay, in 1933, okay, Joseph Goebbels was appointed Minister of Propaganda. What's propaganda? Pro- propaganda is a message with only one side. That's pro- propaganda. They'll do anything they can in order to promote their message with without allowing the other side to speak. It's propaganda to switch the position and control a narrative, okay? And aimed at brainwashing people to obey Nazis' ideology of Hitler and idolizing Hitler as a great leader, okay? Propaganda. Goebbels controlled the media, the arts, making sure that the Germans were fed uh, Nazi ideology while censoring other information. So anything that would come down the line, Okay, anything would come down the line, it would go through the it would go through their their government um, ideology, and they would shut it down. You could not have you could not have any other thought except what they were saying. This again, this is America when Facebook, and, uh, Twitter, and all these and all these other uh, social medias, YouTube, say you can't talk about this. Who are they? But they got you, they got us, they got us addicted to their websites, they got us addicted to their platforms, okay? Now we're coming up with Rumble, okay? Now we're coming up with Parler, now we're coming up with different ones. They can't stand it. They can't stand it because we're not listening to them no more. This election fraud, all this fraud that's coming out, the mainstream media is not covering it. Why aren't they covering it? Because they don't want you to know about it. The church has been fooled. Listen to this. Any media that conveyed anti-Nazi Nazi ideas or even other ways of life were censored. Censorship of newspapers, radio, cinema, and theater were enforced. Only books which agreed with the Nazi point of view were allowed. All other books were banned and burned, and many publicly burned in May of 1933. How was he going to do this? Here was the plan. Number one, control the church. He believed that, not Hitler believed that, that, Religion was a threat to Nazi control over people's minds. Same thing that the, the Democratic Party said. That if you go back to the beginning of some of my podcasts, you find out that uh, Tom Perez said the biggest problem to the abortion message and the killing of babies, innocent lives, isn't more alive in our nation and is a, has been roadblocked. It's been because people go to their churches and listen to their pastors and listen to their priests and go to their churches. So what are they trying to do? They're trying to shut down the churches. Hmm, kind of odd, don't you think? He goes, Hitler believed that the religion was a threat. Why? Because their ideology is God. There is no God. The fool says in heart, there is no God. How foolish was, was, um, was Hitler? Right? The Catholic Church youth leagues were broken up. Catholic priests were arrested and religious teaching was banned. Religious teaching. We saw this in California when they came after, when the, um, when the LGBTQ tried to pass a, a bill saying that you cannot teach on, on transformation. You can't teach on and you cannot uh, write books and, and help people that are struggling with, with uh, gender identity and all those type of you know, uh, LGBTQ issues. Yes, we're, we're, we're living through this. A Protestant Reich church uh, with Nazi bishops was established. Hmm, kind of like what's going on in the Catholic Church. huh? When a homosexuality is normalized in the Catholic Church, where pedophilia is run wild and sanctioned in the Catholic Church. Makes you wonder, right? Who's really running that? Propaganda, okay? Again, that's the propaganda machine. So this is how... This is where we are at today. Why do you think the church has bent its knee so easily to putting a mask on and that Jesus doesn't heal no more and that this pandemic is greater than God? Where do you think all this comes from? Because the church has been compromised. The church has been controlled through what? Lukewarm preachers. Lukewarm, uneducated, 
unsound theology and theologians that said if even if you do good exegetical work and you translate the scriptures correctly if it's mean it's wrong if it sounds mean it's wrong the church needs safe spaces it's politically it's politically incorrect to preach Romans chapter 1 1 Corinthians chapter 6 it's it's incorrect to preach those things I don't care what the Bible says it can't mean that that's where we're at today. We're in Isaiah 25 and 6, where it says, Woe to woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Woe to the darkness and light, um, who called uh, darkness for the light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who's wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. This is where we are today. How about, I mean, how about all this, again, this, this information that you're not hearing? You're not hearing. Why? Because they're just pushing the darkness and calling it good. That if we that if we just stay in, if we lock in, if we just lock arms together, we're in this together. No, we're not. We're not in this together. You're in it by yourself. We're walking with Jesus. We're walking in the Word. We're walking hand in hand with the Master. We're not falling for the narrative of this world and this global system that they're trying to shove down our throats. The stealing of our election that's going on right now. The fraud that's everything. Somebody, well, there's no fraud because listen, look who you're listening to. You're listening to the propaganda machines. You're listening to the propaganda machines. You're listening to, you're listening to the mainstream media, which are owned by six, by six companies that are all globalists and all in the same, pushing all the same language. Do your homework. Seek the truth. Get off of NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. Get off them. There's alternative news. You have to find your information. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. You just do the easy thing and, and read a clip and think you're informed. I like what uh, Denzel Washington says. If you listen to the news, you're informed. If you believe the news, now you're misinformed. You got to do your own research. You got to you got to find truth. You got to seek this thing out or you're going to fall into the propaganda machine of a one-sided ideology without ever challenging it with your own work. It's up to you to choose. It's up to you to decide. It's up to you to to understand. You know, you got you got these fact check, fact check, fact checkers. Who are the fact checkers? That's the issue. Genesis chapter 3. Let's look at the first fact checker. Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 4. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God said, has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of which is in the midst of the garden, God says, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not die. Fact check. That's the first fact check. There's your first fact checker. Jesus says, you are the father of the devil, the liar. He was a liar from the beginning. There he is right here. There he is. You shall not die. There's your fact checker. See, if you don't know the truth, so the church has bound, bent his knee to, to sickness, disease. has bent his knee to the LGBTQ sexual perversion stuff. It's bowed his knee to all this stuff. Why? Because you shall not die. Oh, it's permissible. Oh, there's grace for that. Oh, there's space for that. And because the pastor, the leader is too afraid to have empty seats and preach the truth and build it correctly, 
He wants a full church of fools. You shall not die, for God knows that the day you eat it, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Listen, this is the propaganda machine. There it is right there. There's your first fact checker. You shall not die because God knows. Now he's going to speak for God. Now he's, bring, now he's bringing a narrative. He's bringing something that, that God never said. But because he has her ear, he checks her facts. That's why you go to church, listen to a sermon that's all fired up and you're ready to go. And all of a sudden you, you allow the enemy to steal, steal the biblical narrative, the theological narrative. Why? Because he sits and waits to fact check you. Unbelievable. Matthew 27, 50, Matthew 27, 57 through 61. I want to show you, I want to show you how the enemy works. Okay, now, now when the evening had come, there came a rich man from um, Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. Listen to all the facts. You know who the man is. You know where he came from. You know he asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him the body. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in clean linen and then laid it in the tomb, which he had hewn from a rock. And he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. And Mary Magdalene was there and the other woman sitting there at the tomb. So now you have all the facts. You know exactly where it's at. You know exactly what was placed. They put a large stone in front of it. Mary Magdalene, another eyewitness, another fact uh, witness. Mary, another fact witness. Pilate, another fact witness. Now watch what happens. Okay? So that's the scene. Jesus' body is in the tomb. It was given to Joseph. Matthew 28, 11 through 5. Because don't forget, the resurrection takes place. Now while they were going, behold, some of the guards came into the city and reported to the chief priests all the things that happened. What happened? The resurrection. That's what happened. They don't know what happened. Jesus did what he said he was going to do. He rose again on the third day. When they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers. They bought them off. What do you think is happening with us, um, with uh, Google, Facebook, YouTube? Look, follow the money. Follow the money. Because they're the ones that are suppressing the information. They're now passing a different, a different narrative. They don't want truth. They want to pass off a different narrative. Listen, we're finding all kinds of things about China's influence in our nation, our influence. Watch what's going on. Pay attention. Okay, pay attention. What are they doing? Hey, we'll pay you off. Just do this. Look at all the Chinese money that's in our government. Look at Hunter Biden and all the things that, that, that's coming out on Hunter Biden and his father's and, and, and um, Joe Biden's... Um, dealings with the, with the Chinese government and how they're compromised. This is important. Why is it important? Because people get bought off to sell a narrative. Our media has been bought off to sell a narrative. That's why, that's why again, the LGBTQ, like the black people are all oppressed. Cut it out. No, they're not. This is the greatest nation in the world. You got kids on TV, college kids on TV on full ride scholarships saying that they're oppressed and we need to speak out against it. Oh, as they're on full ride scholarships. I wonder what type of racist country gives black kids, Hispanic kids, um, Asian kids full ride scholarships. 
Hmm. Yeah, because it's a narrative. Bunch of bleeding hearts. Watch this. Okay, give them some, tell them. Now what? We're going to pay you. Now you tell us our message. This is what we want them to know. His disciples came at night and stole him away while he slept. There's the lie. There's the lie. There's your propaganda. That's what. That's the story. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make him and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among Jews today. This is why. This is where the propaganda, the censoring. Why didn't they go? Why didn't they go talk to Mary Magdalene? Why didn't they go talk to the the disciples? Why didn't they go talk to them? Because they don't want a dissenting idea. They don't want to talk to the angel <laughs> that was there. They don't want the true narrative of the of the of what really happened. What they want is they want their own propaganda. They want their own idea. Listen, it's very dangerous for you not to do your own homework and find alternative websites. Listen, and find alternative news. You're going to have to OAN, Newsmax, you know, um, War Room Pandemic. There's all kinds of different outlets now that you can find that are pushing out the right news and good news, news that you can trust and follow and, and continue to move forward. Listen, we're in we're in living in dangerous times, so it's time for you to understand the times we're living in. You need to you need to truth up. You need to and I need to pursue truth and follow truth and get off the propaganda wing of of this um, media serpent that's out there spewing lies and hiding information. Listen, there's nothing worse than being lied to. There's nothing worse than being lied to. And so, as we move forward, I encourage you to get off the nation's narrative and get into God's Word. What does God's Word say about these things? Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you into all truth. So you will not be part of a propaganda deal going on in this nation. Remember, Jesus is Lord. Follow His Word. Trust Him. He loves you and He loves me. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.